Hey everybody, this is Pastor Tom, and we are here today with another episode of Cornerstone Conversations, and I'm very excited today about the ladies I have here with me. We are going to be talking about the By the Way Free Clinic, which uh, today is at Maywood Mission on South Broad Street, and I have Kathy Bartholmus, who is the director of, free, uh, by the way, Free Clinic, and Jennifer Puckett. And Jennifer, I'm sorry, but I forget what your role is. Um, discharge Navigator. Discharge Navigator. That's pretty cool. Well, I want to pray before we get started, and then we're going to begin our conversation. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for the opportunity we have today to speak to these uh, wonderful ladies about the work that they do and many other people do at the free clinic. And Lord, we just pray that this will bring an awareness uh, to people about what is going on in this city to help folks who need help with their health uh, and all sorts of things. Lord, we just thank you for your blessing in this conversation and your Holy Spirit to be with us in this discussion today. In Jesus' name, Amen. Praise the Lord. So the first thing I want to ask, and then we're going to get uh, down to your personal um, involvement, but tell us about the free clinic and how it got started, what was the impetus behind getting it started, how long it's been there, and all that. So Kathy, I guess that's you. Um, Over 10 years ago, it, it truly started in about 2006. My husband and I were driving down Memorial Drive, and we had just started seeing a lot more people that were living on the land, that you could see them with backpacks and grocery carts filled with their belongings. Um, You could kind of track where they might be living um, behind stores or along the railroad tracks. Um, We both had been uh, very active in working in serving the free clinic and uh, the homeless population in Columbus, but now we saw in Lancaster, like where we lived and where I worked, that this was becoming very visible. And there there were a group of people like uh, Dr. McAnallen worked at the urgent care and Tina Anderson also at the urgent care. And so we, it truly was God just kind of threw us together and we would meet in the basement of the urgent care and just talk about, you know, what could we do? How can we make a difference? Do you think we could start uh, a free clinic? And my husband is very active in Healthcare for the homeless. So he basically would bring us information about this is what's going on in Columbus. And then we could see that also happening in Lancaster. Um, economically, the, there was industry on a downturn at the same time, people unemployed, uh, losing job benefits. Um, so as we sat and talked about it, I decided that I was going to talked to the person who was the Ohio Association for Free Clinics executive director, and then I was going to start doing site visits of free clinics that existed, just so I could see, like, what's going on and how does this work? And my background was in healthcare and, like, administration, so for me to, like, put together building blocks to pull this off, it it was truly God just kept bringing the people to the table. And multiple churches 
um, were involved at the time. I mean, there, there was no, you know, organized one group sat down and did it. It was God just brought people to the table. And I sat down and drew up everything that I needed to do a 501c3. I had a friend that was an attorney. She processed the paperwork. One of the uh, students that I had at Fairfield Christian, his mom said, I'll pay for the state name for you. And she wrote a check for the state of Ohio. And um, by the way, free clinic bylaws were drawn up and the federal government recognized us as a nonprofit and a charitable organization in the state of Ohio. And on September 16th, 2008, we opened up our doors. Praise the Lord. Yep. And you know, that was a big year as far as a lot of bad things happening in the economy, yes. you know? Yes. So it was a timely thing yes. to have happen. Um, isn't it interesting that you can see what's going on in Lancaster by looking at Memorial Drive? Yes. You really can. There's a lot of stuff I see. The heartbeat. <laughs> right. I see people. You know, it's not just business. It's people. people. When you see people, and, and you're right, in the last, what, 15 or so years, we see more and more people on Memorial Drive walking, 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 yes. and with backpacks and all that mm -hmm. stuff. So... um so you just told us the history and your history, unless mm -hmm. there's something else you want to say about that. But Jennifer, what about you and your history with this organization? Oh, <clears throat> when I started there, I worked at um, Fairfield Medical Center and we had a thing called a uh, career ladder. And if we volunteered somewhere in the town um, five hours a month, one time, we could advance on a career ladder. Well, I volunteered there five years, and I've been there the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Never left. Wow. Um, it's been more than five years, right, you said? No. Yeah, it's been the whole time. But oh, the whole time. I started, I've been there 13 years. Um, and I, we just, my roles kind of, I went from the um, triage to just check-in, morphed, mm -hmm. and then I became the discharge navigator. And that really opened up because I knew a lot of people at the hospital. I could get patients connected. Um, I got connected with Mount Carmel, got patients up there, yeah, OSU. OSU. Um, I could get them free. I've gotten patients free back surgeries, free oh. hip replacements, free hips. <laughs> knee surgeries. Um, yeah. And so what is a discharge navigator? Just that. You're, it it so, would be, I'm, I'm make connections. Oh, okay. I would get them help, you know, getting their labs done, getting that paid for, getting x-rays, getting surgeries, getting referrals. Do you need food? Do you, Do you need, need a coat? Do you need, mm. how can we help? And it's, it's that extra stuff too. It, well, it's being aware and because we are so driven to help, mm -hmm. to serve whoever comes, what do you need? I mean, I've left home and gone to an apartment, picked someone up and taken her for lab test mm -hmm. because she would not have had transport. And mm -hmm. it, we've all done these things. Mm -hmm. It's just being aware and asking the questions, you know, if you need something and what it all like kind of culminates into when you sit down with the discharge navigator, she puts all those threads together into your little quilt. Mm -hmm. Here, here you go. Right. And she makes sure, I mean, Jennifer is on it and it's just like, let me know, you know, you make sure that this person needed X, Y, and Z. 
did we meet those needs and what, or what do we need to do next? So why do you think Jesus wants us to do this or wants you to, I mean, we're not involved in that at this church, but except through Jennifer being part of this church. So why would, why does Jesus care about these things? You know, cause we believe in healing here, right? But I also believe this, I'm gonna let you answer this question. I also, I believe in divine healing. Mm-hmm. But I also believe that God has given doctors and mankind that knowledge, Absolutely. even though many of them do not acknowledge God, but a lot of them do. Mm-hmm. And I think God has given that knowledge to mankind. So why, why does Jesus care about this? Our scripture for the clinic, which is everything about the clinic, the name of the clinic is from God. By the way, Jesus is the way, so it is by the way. Um, the scripture for our clinic is Ephesians 2:10, which says, We are God's workmanship. Mm-hmm. And he basically, this is what we've been created in Christ Jesus, born anew, that we may do these good works which God predestined us to do. So he knew mm-hmm. and he needs us to do this work. Mm-hmm. And it's just like that just I have no idea where that scripture came from. It just dropped in on in September of mm-hmm. 2008. And I'm going, okay, God, but that's what we do. And we truly believe, you know, God's put us here so that we can do the work that he brings for us to do. And we need to take care of the people who need, who have a need. Mm-hmm. And or they that find connection. Us. Yeah. They find And us. there's sometimes people come, they don't even see a doctor. They can come to see me. Mm-hmm. And I can get them connected to get glasses, get their teeth fixed, get help with food or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. It, that's not always medical. Mm-hmm. They just come to us because they need help. And I feel that that's what God wants us to do is mm-hmm. help the ones that can't help themselves or don't know how. Mm-hmm. The one <clears throat> Don't know where to turn. One gentleman came and he could not qualify for his, his social security. He needed his birth certificate. That has nothing to do with, by the way, free clinic. But for him to get services that he needed, he would need a copy of his birth certificate. And we're like, we'll, we'll get you your birth certificate. Mm-hmm. You know, you tell us where you're going to be and we'll make sure you get it. And they truly, folks will come and just say, I'm not sure you can help me, but. Mm-hmm. And they ask. And we are humbled by the work that we get to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, what? what years ago, the Lord showed me something about us at Cornerstone that we are the hands of Jesus mm-hmm. and the feet of Jesus. And that's exactly what you're describing to me, that believers in Jesus Christ need to be the hands and feet of Jesus. We need to be out there helping people because you know, the world is so big and so intimidating. And for folks that are living on the edge with a health problem or a mental health problem or a financial problem or a birth certificate problem, and here we, here we sit, you know, and we're like, gosh, that's nothing. We can take care of that. We can do that for you. You know, we've done that many times mm-hmm. here to help people just to get an ID. They need a birth certificate. Yes. They need this. They need this you know, for $8.50 or $32 for a birth certificate, for most people, that's, that is, that's going, that's almost one person going out to eat. You know what I mean? So it's like, 
it's important for us to do that stuff. Well, let me ask this. Well, Jennifer, what, 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 do you have anything to add to that as far as the why we should be doing this? I mean, I know we just talked through all that, you know, but maybe you've got some additional insights. Well, I just, I feel that we are servants and this is what we're called to do. And uh, we do what we're called to do and, mm-hmm. and we do it with a humble heart, with a joyful heart. Right. We, we don't feel like we have to do it. We want to do it. We want to be there to help people no matter what. You know, that word servant is a word, and I'm just going to say it, a lot of believers, a lot of Christians, and I'm, I'm doing air quotes right now, that is a word that, like you said, you go pick somebody up and you transport them to their appointment because otherwise they're not going to get there. I mean, it's so important that that servanthood that you're talking about, Jennifer, is what we have to do as believers. It's exciting that that the free clinic does all of that kind of stuff. I like that that concept of this navigator, the person that finds the stuff, mm-hmm. you know, finds the goodies to get people what they need. And it's really important. Well, I've got another question for you. How has the number of people that you're serving changed from the beginning to now? Because right now, well, let me just say a couple years ago, before COVID, I mean, the economy was humming along. People have money, people have jobs, people have health care. Obamacare changed some things for folks. How does that look now from the beginning through all this last you know, time. The, the first clinic, um, we had three patients. The second clinic, we had six patients. Wow. The third clinic, we had 11 patients. Wow. And, um, and truly, um, our flyer was made by a 10th grader at Fearful Christian, and we were <laughs> taking them, dropped them off at the, any place and every place. And, uh, what we've seen, we saw a huge portion of patients. We've seen over 30 people in an evening. And once the Affordable Care Act came into play, you know, we all just kind of took a step back thinking, well, this is the end of free clinics. But it's not the end of free clinics because the population of folks in need was greater. And when you live in an area that we do not have enough physicians to take care of all of the people who are now have a quote medical card. Um, they're either waiting on a medical card or I have one, but nobody will take my medical card. Um, we, we don't ask for anything. I don't need your ID. I don't need anything from you. When you come to the clinic, you come with a need and we do like to know your name and where you live in case we need to get hold of you and a way to, to contact you. But we've had people say, I don't have an address. That's fine. But the numbers were pretty consistent for several years. I mean, we, we were probably seeing in a month's time, we would see at least 30 people, 30 to 40 people every month. And, um, and that's for two clinics. So we only have clinic two nights a month. The first and third Tuesday of every month. Very important. Yes, it Very is. Very important. Since uh, the Affordable Care Act numbers did go down, but we continued to see people because they would say, I can't get in. I think I have an earache. I can't get in. I might have strep throat. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, 
since COVID, COVID was a hammer and uh, we... But we didn't close the clinic. We we stopped clinic just in March and April mm-hmm. because we like took a step back because we were waiting to see what the state of Ohio, what the Department of Health was saying. We were trying to make sure everybody felt safe. We wanted our volunteers and physicians and nurses to be safe. And so then the next move was, we're just going to do clinic in the parking lot. And so we did drive up clinic mm-hmm. and people pulled into the um, parking lot at, at Maywood and our triage team was out there and they would triage. I would pull charts and we'd run up and down the driveway and patients continued to be seen. You know what I think is interesting about the, um, the whole thing? Once Trent, our son, was off of our insurance, uh, it was a couple of years before he was able to get insurance, which is just in the last two years maybe. Mm-hmm. So there was like four maybe years after college and he was off of ours, that he had nothing. Yes. And it was so Scary. expensive. Yes. He just kept paying the penalty because it was cheaper to pay the penalty than it was to pay the... No, a lot of people, you know, yeah. They, and it was like, what would he do? Well, you just have to go to an urgent care. You'd have to go to the emergency room if he needed. But it, thank God he was in really good health. But it's the idea that there is... Things are a little better, but I agree with what you're saying there. You know, what I, I love about the clinic is... Everywhere you go, where's your ID? Where's this? Where's this? That you all do that is huge. That you let people get care without a lot of red tape. And that goes to show you it can be done. It can be done. We don't have to disqualify people because they don't have IDs, because they don't have this, because they don't have that. We can give them care. To me, that is the hallmark of Christ because Jesus didn't qual- disqualify mm-hmm. anybody. Thank God. It was, it was. We'd all be disqualified. The only thing that disqualified people was they didn't believe. They didn't believe that he would do it or that he wanted to do it. But as soon as their faith met, they were like, bam, it was done. And it was, that's a pretty cool thing to me that he, it, he didn't say, oh, well, you've done this and you've done that and, you know, you're full of sin. It was like, no, he healed people and that was it. If they came and said, please heal me, it was done. And that, that's a pretty awesome, awesome thing. Um, where do you feel the clinic is going in light of all the, you know, the changes and COVID? And I, I think, I'm not sure when this is going to actually be out there on Podbean and iTunes and Spotify, but I mean, we're on the downward trend of Omicron and COVID-19, and I think that's going to continue. Um, But where do you think the clinic is headed in the near-term future? I think that there will always be a need for what we do. I think throughout history, there are people in need. And We live in a fallen world. We live in a place where people can't control all the circumstances and they feel helpless. Mm -hmm. And you shouldn't be afraid that you can't find somebody to help you tonight because you have a really bad earache Mm -hmm. and you had to work all day or you've been at the pizza shop working and you just can't, I can't go anymore like this. I think my throat's on fire. Mm -hmm. Um, 
We've had people that didn't know they were diabetic until they came to us. We've had people who lived in another state and were here visiting. They were just like, I don't know where else to go. And it's just like, mm. let's go. We, we can take care of this. There will always be a need. People, we're broken. We, we break and we, mm -hmm. and we get sick and we need help. And praise God if you have a place that you can go. But I can assure you that when I go to my doctor's office, I'm sitting there for 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. And when you come to buy the Wafery Clinic, most people are in and out in 20 and th mm -hmm. and are yelling, thank you, thank you, as they're going up the <laughs> stairs. And, and I think that that's one thing that we never realized when we started this, that we get to see God work every, every clinic. Mm. And the miracles, the things that have been provided to us and to our patients have been just you're just like, Juan, this is just all God. This is a miracle, and God took care of it. Hmm. What, do you, what do you think, Jennifer? Where do you think the clinic is headed? Well, just like Kathy said, there's always going to be a need. And um, I just feel that um, we're going to be there whether we see one patient or 20 patients. Because that's just, you know, that's what we do. And the, we have doctors that volunteer their time. We have nurses that volunteer their time. And they're there. And they never complain. Well, I've only got seen one patient. They're there because they want to be there and they want to help. Mm -hmm. So I don't know where we're headed, you know. God only knows that. But we know we're going to be there. Mm -hmm. So. You know what I, what I, as I sit here and listen, I know this about you, Jennifer, because I've, you, you've been at Cornerstone for I don't know how many years now, but do you know? Six. Six years. <laughs> no, what? Not that you're keeping count or anything. <laughs> and I haven't driven you off yet. <laughs> um, so what, what I know about you, Jennifer, and I, I know a little bit about Kathy. I know her as Mrs. Bartholomus because you were, I think, a teacher to all of my all kids yeah, yep. uh, at Fairfield Christian. Um, but I, I hear that in Kathy's voice. I know that about you, Jennifer. And that is this. You are possibility people. You're not afraid of a challenge mm -hmm. or a problem that is too big. You push through. And you say, we, I like that you said that we can do this. We can do this. We can, we can help this person. We can, we can meet this need. Mm -hmm. I wish that there were more people like that. But it... I know we've got a lot of people like that in this, in this body, possibility yeah. people, but has there, has there ever been something that was so big? You just were like, I don't know how we're going to do this. Nope. I don't it's, think so. It's been, we've learned how to pivot. You know, <laughs> we, we morph like none other, yeah. such a fabulous group of people that love the work that God brings for us to do that everyone is like, oh, you know, I mean, our doctors will turn around and look at us like, well, we can do that, can't we? And we're like, oh, yeah, we got this. And, <laughs> and we just like roll with it. And yeah. half the time it's we're giving people options. It's not just like yeah. there's just, just one thing, like we could do this or this. Mm -hmm. And it's really amazing. We rely on God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and God is just like, I'm here, you know, like I got this. Yeah. And isn't it amazing how the Holy Spirit always has the answer that we need? Always. He always does. Always. He always does. If we will just say, 
Holy Spirit, what is your answer to this problem? So tell me, I, I, this just came to mind. What is your average staff on a given evening? Once COVID hit and everybody went home, we've just been running on our the bare bones because we used to have, there would be at least eight people eight volunteers Because we always there. had food too. We would oh. serve a meal. We would do like hospitality. Mm-hmm. So not only did you come to the clinic, you can eat while you wait. Wow. And people knew that. People who have come to clinic, we've, we've had p- some patients who've been coming to our clinic for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, once COVID hit, we just went into like, you know, sanitized areas and antiseptic um, so we just run on the skeleton crew, which is we, if we have four people, we've mm-hmm. got, we've got everything covered, mm-hmm. but <laughs> like I'll say to Jennifer, you know, there's three girls, me, you and her, are we okay tonight? Yep. And we do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really great. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Well, so what else, uh, do folks need to know about this clinic and what it does and what have we not talked about? Um, how we get funding how do we how do we operate like we we pay rent our lights are on i have written a lot of grants and god has i mean it's totally god every grant i've written has been <laughs> funded and it's just like thank you god mm-hmm. because it, anybody who's ever written a grant knows we don't just sit down and love doing this mm-hmm. but it's like it's okay we're we're going to get it done but um private donations thank you um, it pays for medication cards. It pays for um, supplies for patients. If patients need dressing supplies, we are a free clinic. We follow, you know, every guideline for HIPAA and and those things cost money. Everything that we do, it it costs money for us to to be there. But we do it on a shoestring, mm-hmm. really. But it's been awesome. I mean, so we have a ministry here at Cornerstone to folks. It's called Hurts, Habits, and Hangups. It's Cornerstone Recovery, which is modeled on Celebrate Recovery. So, have you done a lot of work or helped folks in the addicted community, like with drugs or recovery, or to just help them with medical problems that are maybe resultant from their addiction or? Um, about midway through, we started seeing a lot of people from CTC Hmm. would come down and, uh, we could, we'd help them, you know, get connected with the right people. And now what we do is we have, uh, um, like information referral and we make sure we get them connected either through new horizons or, Hmm. you know, get them set up with Fairfield community health center so Mm -hmm. they can have a regular doc because technically we're only an episodic care clinic so we're only there twice a month if you need somebody that needs you know you need more care Mm -hmm. we get you set up with a doctor and I try to get them in quicker Mm -hmm. you know if it's for your um, medications or um, things like that but um, I think that's really important just because a lot of folks um, the the shame attached to using is pretty strong yeah it is and they you know, to see a doctor, you know, they're probably, unfortunately, I've heard lots of stories from folks who have gone to various places around town for help and were not treated real well. So 
I, I get it. I understand you don't want this person to do this kind of activity, but they're still a human being. I think um, another thing that we'll do is my husband, just because he works with a lot of folks who are in that situation, he has a lot of contacts. So, so many nights I'll just like say, you know, call him on the phone and say, hey, can you make a contact for this individual or if Steve's working that night, he'll just move right along and move in and say, you know, if somebody wants to go to a specific opportunity for them, he sees uh, a lot of people that ha- are using and they're, they're just like, I, I'm done. I mm-hmm. need to get out of this. Right. And I mean, when that window opens, you better be there to get through the window. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Be- because they may not be there tomorrow. Right. It clo- so they close quickly. He, I mean, those beds moves, are not available. Right. He moves real quick on that. So I think we're, uh, it's comfortable enough where we are and people do feel safe. It's, it's interesting because like if I'm doing intake, I'll have people walk up to the table. This is one reason a mask is, has been a really cool thing because it kind of lets you hide a little bit. Mm-hmm. And they'll say, um, I just want you to know that I do. And they'll tell me and I go, okay. And I just want you to know that if that's going to be, that's okay. I understand. Thank Mm -hmm. you. Is there, and he goes, you know, do I need to write all this? And I said, you know what? You don't need to write any of that down when you go for, Mm -hmm. and you just like assure him that that's not going to change the care we give them. What, what you're here for. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and that's really huge in my book because people are so marginalized because of their sin and that we can be there for people and love them, even though we may not agree with what they're doing. Sorry, it makes me emotional too. I love people and want to help people and it's... That's why Cornerstone's so important and mm-hmm. so special because... Yes, we have a beautiful you know, thing here. You know. and, and thank God that this clinic exists to help folks mm-hmm. that maybe don't feel like they can go someplace else because of potential condemnation mm-hmm. or because as soon as you see, you know, someone's arm or, sure. you know, whatever neck or legs i mean you can see what's happening and i that's very important to me and i think that it's a beautiful thing that you all um we're just thankful that god brought them to us yes amen i'm just thankful that you exist and i think it's important for us to really uh continue to pray for the clinic i mean and that that because you know i said this a few weeks ago at church we're one disaster away from such a, a major revival of people flooding churches with answers, with the word, to say, what do I do to be saved from the latest mess the world has created? You know, so I think that we, you know, we need all of these things that God, that God um, has Put on your heart. You know, God put this on your heart, and that's the way it works. Mm-hmm. He, he says, hey, Kathy, I want you to do this. Hey, Jennifer, I want you to do this. Hey, Tom, I want you to do this. And, you know, for me, I don't know about you. I'm like, God, I, I, I don't know. Am I 
big enough to do that? He's like, no, you're not, but I am. <laughs> and mm -hmm. I'll give you everything you need mm -hmm. to do it. And it sounds like that's what God has done for you. He's given you everything you need from doctors and nurses and facility and money and all the things. And I think he's going to keep doing it. You know, I don't know about you, but every time I think, I'll say I did this recently at the beginning of the year, early 2021. I'm like, God, you know, is this jail ministry? Is it, is it done? Is, are we done with this? And, and then something else happens. Another, I talk to another person and I see, no, we're not done yet. Cause there, there's still so many people yeah. out there that need help and yeah. we've got answers. And that's the beauty of this too. Uh, what you do is Jesus is not shielded. You don't keep your mouth shut about Jesus. No. Do you? We'll pray no. with people. No, mm -hmm. it's scriptures are on the walls. Mm -hmm. People, I mean, we'll say, well, somebody just come and pray with me. Yep. Mm -hmm. yep. Off we go. Wow. It's, that's, that's awesome. The, if anybody asks, what does the clinic need? Your prayers. Mm -hmm. Yes. Just keep praying. Pray for people to find us. Pray. Just be aware because, and I've, I'll say this. You know, someone who needs us, mm -hmm. you know, someone who needs us. Absolutely. And if it's the kid who doesn't have insurance, who's no longer on mom and dad's plan and works part-time at the drive through window or the bank teller that only has part-time hours and not, mm -hmm. no benefits, it's like, come on, you know someone who needs us. Mm -hmm. Tell them, you know, just put it in, mm -hmm. by the way, freeclinic.org. It pops right up. Right. Mm -hmm. And it tells Personally. you where we are and when we're there. So pray, pray, pray. Absolutely. Absolutely. We need to pray. But like you said, we got to speak up. We got to tell people. Yeah. We got to listen. I think that's yeah. the key. I'm always listening to people. And as soon as they say, oh, I need that, I'm like, hey, I know how you can get clothes. I know how you can get this. I know how you, I'm kind of like the navigator mm -hmm. <laughs> in a lot of ways. Yeah. Church and at jail too. Mm -hmm. Um but it's it's an awesome thing to know Jesus. It's an awesome thing. It is he he loves us so yes, much yes. and he he gives us all of these possibilities that we can put into people's hands. You know, I was reading something the other day or watching a video, I can't remember. I think it was a video. And this person was going on about, you know, uh faith preachers and all this kind of stuff. I I guess I'm a faith preacher. Um I'm not a name it, claim it, blab it, grab it, believe it, receive it, or maybe I am. But I will say this. I believe Jesus wants to give us his love. Absolutely. And, you know, I love my kids. If my kids need anything, you know, especially my wife, she's writing the check. I'm like, what are you doing? And, you know, <laughs> we give to our children because we love them. Yeah. And that's what God, that's why he creates all these things, you know, a recovery ministry, a medical help ministry, all these things that God does so that we can reach all those people going up and down Memorial Drive and Main Street and Fair Avenue and living in the woods behind the mall and all these places. It's like, God, pick me. I, I, years ago, you, you all will remember Darlene Check, right, from Hillsong Music. She's still around. She's a worship leader. And 
I watched a video or listened to a, a song on one of her CDs once, and she's like, you know, in her Australian accent, pick me, God, pick me. I, I've, that's stuck with me. And I've said that over and over. God, pick me. And I think that's what you've done. You've said, God, pick us to help the people yeah. that need help in Lancaster, Ohio. There's no shortage. I, I like to say this. There's no shortage of unsaved people to fill every church in this city, and we still not have enough room. And there's no shortage of people that need any kind of help whether it be food or clothes or medical or whatever it is, we mm-hmm. can be that help. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely okay to do. Yep. And I think that's what Jesus wants us to be. Any closing thoughts? We've really gone a longer than I thought we would. But The only thing I could say is that um, we see patients that do have insurance. Mm-hmm. It's not homeless. Um, it's people that's struggling and you know, and can't afford a copay or can't get into their doctor. So don't think that their balance to be, is too big at the doctor's yeah, office yeah. and they can't come back. Yeah. So it's, mm. you know, it's, it's, okay. we see anybody. Mm-hmm. It's okay. The high association of free clinics even realized that and let us see patients with insurance. If there's, you know, they have a high deductible, uh-huh. you know, um, or can't find a doctor. Cause if a doctor's met their quota, mm-hmm. you're not getting a doctor. So, um, it's not just for the homeless. And, you know, it's That's for so everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is something I would never have guessed in a million years. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. I never thought about that. The, um, it's, it's very interesting that once you find us or a family finds us for whatever reason, and it could just be, I came home from work tonight and he was sitting on the couch and he doesn't feel good. And I don't know where to take him. Mm-hmm. And we have no money. And yeah, and mm-hmm. I, I can't pay the copay at the doctor's office or at the urgent care. And I found out about you. Mm-hmm. And once they find us, they tell their friends. Right. And right. it's just like the, the thing that's amazing, and I hope that everyone understands this no one, not one person that we have met and served in since 2008 has taken advantage of us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not Mm -hmm. one person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They just, oh, no, no, thank you so much. Mm -hmm. That's a beautiful thing. You know, isn't it awesome to be used by the Holy Spirit. Oh, yes. yes. It's a beautiful thing. It's, a, it's, it's a an honor. It That's, is. Like I said, Sunday, it's an honor to mm-hmm. do what I do. Absolutely. So. Well, I think we can, we could probably go on forever and talk yeah. about a lot more <laughs> stuff, but we're going to pray and um, just believe God that a lot of people are going to get to hear this, the right people to hear this and to be encouraged. Jesus, we love you. We just love what you get us into to help other people. We get our feet dirty and our hands dirty and our clothes dirty. And and Lord, we love it. It's awesome because when you're involved, good things are going to happen. And Lord, we just pray that you would just put your hand upon all the things that the free clinic is trying to do and uh complete and get into. Lord, we just pray that you would give them everything that they need to help them continue that mission, which is still very, very important. Father, we just thank you for Kathy and for Jennifer 
and for the doctors and nurses and volunteers and helpers and all the people that participate in that free clinic twice a month. And we just thank you, God, for your awesome, awesome opportunities that you put into our uh, in front of us so that we can be there for people that don't have hope. We can give them that hope because of Jesus. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Would you give the the dates and times again of the free yes. clinic? Um, the free clinic is open the first and third Tuesday of every month from 6 p.m. until 7.30. The last patient check-in is 7.30 p.m. We're in the lower level of Maywood Mission. So um, we are, if you park in the uh, parking lot between uh, the chapel and the thrift store, the outreach store, there's a big parking lot and you can park there and follow the signs around to the side entrance and we're in the lower level. Our phone number is 740-654-6911. Say it again. 740-654-6911. Praise the Lord. Is that a 24-7 phone um, number or just on those days? It's it's. Um, you leave a message, and I check messages every day, and we'll okay. rec- we'll call you back. So yes, make sure you leave your number. No need for an appointment. We no. tell everyone just be there. Good. Mm-hmm. Good deal. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Amen. ladies. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Mm-hmm.